All right, guys, on this episode, we have Morel. Uh, she is a calligrapher out of Vancouver. Welcome. How are you? I'm good. Hi. How are you guys? How are you? Thank you for having me here, Sunil. Yeah, my, my pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, let us, tell me more about yourself. Well, um, so my name is Morel, and I am an entrepreneur. And aside from that, I'm also a mom, a wife, and I'm also homeschooling my kids. I have three little kids. They're six, five, and two. So currently, well, you know, because of the um, of the health crisis that we have right now, I am I'm home with them. Though my husband works, but um, even before before this happened, I'm also doing most of my work just inside my house. So in my little studio, this studio is just like a small den that I have, and I pretty much do calligraphy. So. Right now, I'm more focused on teaching people to learn calligraphy, and mm -hmm. I also do um, calligraphy for brands, so live events, so if they want something customized for their clients or they want um, something special, a special treat for their clients, so I'll be there, I'll be writing calligraphy for cards or on glasses, I even wrote calligraphy on shoes, <laughs> so oh, wow. anything like that. So <laughs> pretty much that is, but before that, I'm doing mostly wedding calligraphy. I also, I still do that now, but I'm more focused on teaching and doing brand events at the moment. So, Especially yeah. now, right? With, uh, with a lot of events being canceled and weddings being yes, one of them. that's right. That's right. right. It's, it's, it's sad, but you know, on the business side, you need to figure out another way of doing it. Exactly. You are correct. Actually, this, um, I've been doing calligraphy for eight years now. So when I started, there are not really like a lot of people doing calligraphy here in the uh, well, specifically modern calligraphy, it's mostly like calligraphy. So um, during that time when I started and, you know, it's Instagram is not as um, useful yet or not useful, but maybe, um, you know, it's not being used for business yet. So I'm trying to figure out everything. But then now, you know, because of, of um, the growth of Instagram, of social media, it helped me a lot, um, especially in my business. And then um, at the same time, I have to figure out a way on how to do business online. So this crisis actually pushed me <laughs> out of my comfort zone to like teach um, calligraphy online, which a lot of people have been requesting. <laughs> but then now I have no choice, but I have to do it. Which uh, that's, that's good how you, how you kind of, uh, how you uh, adjusted to that. Sorry, in the beginning, you said uh, Instagram wasn't f like, it, it's hard to do business on Instagram. Like, what, well, what did you mean on that? Oh, no, because during that time, 2012, 2013, like, it's just, like, the start of Instagram. Got it. So, it's, it doesn't have, like, a business um, um, features, like, insights, you know, how when your audience are, are um, active on Instagram. But it, it, it is actually one of the vehicles why I was able to really um, get my business up and running here in Vancouver. And that's where I connected to a lot of people um especially in the wedding industry which is i'm grateful for so let, let's talk about that because i was looking at your uh, instagram page oh, yeah. um i should just tell the guests what your uh, instagram handle is oh it's hello h-e-l-l-o then my first name morel hello morel and, and morel is spelled m-a-u-r-e-l-l-e -L -L -E. yes that's right correct okay uh so you got a pretty decent following there how how did you uh manage to uh get that Sorry. I know a lot of our a lot of our listeners is uh, really listening on on how to build followers, not just mm -hmm. here, but also on TikTok, on Facebook, yeah. on LinkedIn, and everywhere. <laughs> um. So when I started, 
uh, I started first with connecting with people who are already in the wedding industry. So I, I don't like kind of like spam them with like my work and all this stuff. I really tried to connect them with like genuine connection and friendship. And we started to collaborate. And so collaboration means like photo shoots. So we did a lot of photo shoots. And with the photo shoots, um, we get to share our work in their work. So it's kind of a promotion of each other's work on our Instagram account. And, um, you know, from there, uh, it started to grow like the follow the following because some people of some, some of their audience, they saw my work and then some of my audience, they saw their work. So, you know, it's a benefit, it's a mutual um, um, benefit for us. And then after that, I also, I also focused on like sharing more of like the, um, the um, like behind the scenes of what I do um, to try to connect to more people and especially for, for, for wedding clients that time. So they know what I do, like how do I do like for say um, a, certain, um, a certain invitation because for some people they think like oh you know calligraphy um, you know you're just gonna write it right so it's it might be pretty pretty easy but then when I share that you know you have to write it first and then you can't you don't just write it once you have to write it several times because you want to make sure that you know everything is positioned um, visually balanced on all of the stuff and then you have to scan it and then you have to you also have to digitize it um, make it available online you know there are really steps and it doesn't take like an it's not an overnight thing to do and most people appreciate that oh okay so you know um, that is why I'm paying you for this because it's not something that I can do overnight. So it's more of the skill that I have acquired through experience of practicing calligraphy that they are actually hiring me for and not just, you know, the, the, the writing of calligraphy. So it's more of the experience, um, okay, for so them it, was, well. it was the process. So in the beginning it was, is collaboration. Yes, and then right. you added, then you added, you know, recording, documenting your, your process as well. Yes, that's right. So, um, I also find that consistency is important, which I am guilty because sometimes I have to, you know, take a break from Instagram and um, I, don't, I don't really want to pressure myself like or compare myself to others like, oh, you have so much following and why is my following, you know, just this much. So what's more important for me is that the people that follow me are those people that really appreciate my work. And those um, that are really, you know, there and um, enjoying what I post in, in, on Instagram. In everything, quality over quantity, what, what it yes, comes down right. to, right? You, you can have three or four <laughs> just strong, like in my, in my mortgage business, I don't need mm -hmm. a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of customers, right? Clients, right. Uh, I, I just need a handful of repeat strong uh, and that's there for a long time, which is, which is more than enough for me. And that's, that's what it comes out to. It's not the quantity. It comes out to the quality of, uh, of the people around you. I totally agree. And, um, based from my ex uh, experience, 100%, like for example, in my, in the wedding industry. So I would have a client wherein she would ask me to do her wedding invitations when I was still doing wedding invitations. And then after that, um, after she got married, she would have, um, a baby and then they would reach back to me and they would ask me to you know um, um, a, do a mirror for their um, baby shower or for their for the baptism of the baby or even like after the wedding they would come back and oh can you write our vows you know stuff like that and even in my um, in my uh, teaching calligraphy um, field for some people like they would they would attend my workshop let's say um, they will do like the traditional calligraphy, which is the pointed pen. 
And then after that, they would come back for another workshop that I have, which is like brush pens. So it's because, you know, they, I hopefully <laughs> I have established trust and um, yeah, it, it's more of like the quality of people that really appreciate what you are doing. And you got lifetime clients this way, right? So they, they take your, well, it goes from wedding to, to the baby, to the mirror, to all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. you know, like happy fifth anniversary <laughs> into the cup and you know, everything else. That's right. Right now. Okay. So here's another question. Now, do most people take your workshop f more to learn this or more for, okay, I need a hobby or like I need a stress relief and I need to get out of, you know, where I'm stuck and I need to just come here and, and, uh, you know, be more creative and take the, you know, tension off of, uh, of my day to day. Yeah. Um, for my experience, um, with the, with the participants that I have, cause you know, my workshop, it's, it's, um, it's a three to three to four hour workshop. And we, we do tend to like chat, like what do they do or why they're doing this? Most of them really, they, they just want to learn a new hobby. Mm -hmm. And then once they're practicing, like during the workshop, they would say, wow, this is so therapeutic because calligraphy, it takes, you need to slow down a bit, especially when writing calligraphy. It's not like a rush, like handwriting. I always tell my, my clients that calligraphy is not handwriting because with handwriting, you know, um, it's, it's, um, it's second nature that most of the time we're writing so fast and really don't care about like how it looks. But with calligraphy, you really have to slow down. So um, I would really hear like clients or, or participants during class while writing like, wow, this is so therapeutic. Like, oh, okay, I really have to slow down. So yeah, most of them, they just want a hobby and they want something um, that would, that would, um, they can, they can do um, aside from, you know, aside from the busy, stressful <laughs> work. But there are a few who really want to, oh, I really want to do this. I really want to explore this and maybe make it, to, make it into a business someday. So I do have those kind of participants as well. My, my sister, and she's not going to appreciate me saying this. She doesn't, she's very, uh, she's very shy, but she's an amazing uh, card designer. So she makes like uh, wow. birthday cards that, and she's really, really good. Uh, yeah. I'm going to actually tell her to watch this and, uh, and, oh, I think she, she can learn a lot from the calligraphy and actually add that to uh, to her cards. Yeah, that's right. Um, I do. Uh, and yeah, another thing I have um, a couple of like graphic designers or also they do have their own business. Um, they, they design, for example, for corporations or even like for their own business, but they don't know calligraphy. And they want to do it because um, in the snow right now, there is the, um, if you've heard um, about like iPad um, Procreate, so you can also do calligraphy on that um, particular application. I was um, just going that, into you know, that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so digital, right? Digital, so yeah. That's another way. That's another way for some people um, like, oh, I want to learn calligraphy just because I want to design um, something, but, you know, digital because the concept is pretty much the same when you when you when you want to learn calligraphy physically or on the ipad <laughs> so let, let's let's go into that now uh on mm -hmm. on the tablet digital now it is it done the same way as you do with the pen and the ink like do you need like a special pen on there like uh, how what's the process of this I, i'm totally so, new to this i, I i've never seen it done <laughs> 
No worries. It's my pleasure to all So there are two ways. So the, um, the easier one and the faster one would be straight from the iPad and you just have like um, a pencil or, or we call it Apple Pencil. Mm -hmm. But for those who are not using iPad, I believe they're using like a Wacom tablet and then they or also have like a special, um, yeah, a, a special stylus pen. But I'm not really familiar with that, so I just want to share with you what I what I what I know. So, which is the iPad and the Apple Pencil? So, um, the the technique to create the letters are pretty much the same. But um, of course, what you don't experience there is the tactile of the paper and the ink. You know, dipping the ink, making your hands messy, and then the texture of the people and all that stuff. So, but either way, um, you know, it's totally fine. Uh, what I have observed is that, of course, when you start from really scratch, like pen, dipping ink, putting it on paper, scanning it, putting it on, on the computer, and then after that, designing it, there is a nice um, difference, like um, a very slight difference, I think, like on how the letters look. It's more raw and, you know, they're, um, they're more, I don't want to say authentic because <laughs> it's both authentic, but more of like the, the edges, you can really see that it's really calligraphy and all that stuff. But if you want more of like brush modern kind of calligraphy, then the iPad um, really works as well. So is there like apps there for it or you just kind of yeah, do it on? Yeah. There's apps so okay. um, there, there are, I think there's a lot of apps, but the most um the most common one is what you call procreate so procreate and then um it has a i'm not sure if it says no it doesn't have a free version i think you have to you have to pay for it but it's not that much i think it's about 15 20 dollars yep. and that could give like give you a lot of potential not only for calligraphy but also for um for watercolor you can do those kind of things there already so, so um yeah go ahead <laughs> so so next question okay so, so let's just say me, for me right i don't have that apple pen can i download mm -hmm. that on my iphone and use my finger oh um <laughs> i'm not sure <laughs> okay it probably turn, it won't turn out doodle. nice yeah you can doodle um some words but it won't turn out as nice because the nice thing about the apple pens is that when you press it when you put pressure on it even though you know your iPad it, 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 it won't really like you won't really see that pressure going on but if you put pressure on your fingers down to the screen it will create a thick stroke and if you don't put any pressure it will create a thin stroke so that is like what's wonderful about it because um, it mimics calligraphy because um, in calligraphy modern calligraphy um, it's basically the thick line and the thin line alternating. And you know, every time you want a thick line, you put pressure on it. Every time you do a thin line, then you have to release the pressure. So the same thing with when you're holding an Apple Pencil on the screen, you just put pressure on the screen and it will give you a nice thick line. So you should start a YouTube channel and actually teach this. I know. <laughs> okay, I will let you know. I mean, I already had my handle. <laughs> Oh, you do okay <laughs> because again right uh, because of oh a lot of people are asking like oh you know like we want to see more videos like okay i'm gonna do this now so i believe you are the final sign the final sign like okay morale you really have to do this youtube video well yeah, yeah thank you for encouraging me yeah <laughs> i know for sure because I, I there, there's a lot of passion 
that that you're uh, that you're talking about right now, right? I, I can just I can just see it. You're you're lightning up <laughs> doing this stuff. And like you know, I, I wish instead of you know people just listening to this podcast, they're actually looking at the smile on your face when you're when you're <laughs> talking about this. Like this, like I, I talk to a lot of business owners, and when I'm talking to them, they are not happy with what they're doing, and you can just oh, tell no, it. Yeah. But but you, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of fire and and, and uh, the passion you. here with you, you talking about it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. You're yeah, welcome. this is really something that um, I, I'm really grateful that I'm able to do because, um, oh, you were talking about like asking about my background. I forgot to mention that I am a nurse and a biologist by profession. So I took two courses and finished both, but I never practiced it. Um, just because I am during that time in my younger years, I'm really like, should I do this? Will I be happy here? So, I mean, I appreciate the, the field. I mean, I really enjoyed learning a lot of things like in the medical field, but the, the heart of um, creativity is really calling me. Like my favorite subjects when I was in, um, in college was like when I'm drawing flowers in biology <laughs> or when we're doing um, creative stuff in nursing. So yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that I was able to, to do it. So if you know, for any listeners that you have right here that are, um, have that like, you know, voice telling them, you know, you should really do this and that, that, you know, you don't have to like give up it right away. Like, oh, I'm going to quit my job and this is it. I'm going to do it. You can do it slowly. Right. So that's what I did as well. And yeah, right now, um, you're right. <laughs> No, that's amazing advice that you just gave to people. That's just amazing. You starting a YouTube channel is very simple. It's not going to be that difficult for you. But you just understanding that you got the creative mind and the nursing and that side is not going to make me happy. And you making that decision young in your life is is unreal. Because there's so many people that's, that's listening right now that are, you know, stuck at their at something that don't they don't want to do and they're, yes. they're not happy. But, you know, it just pays the bills versus, you know, coming and, and doing something like you're doing on a part-time basis and eventually growing to uh, growing to a business. It's uh, no, I think you opened a lot of eyes here today. Oh, I really do hope so. And also age, I believe age doesn't matter. Like, age doesn't matter. No. Right. You know, um, who's that guy? Oh, like the designer, very Wong. I believe she's uh, 40 or 50 when she started designing. Right. So it's not um, so there are a lot. Very Wong. Um, okay. She's like she's a very popular this um um uh designer fashion designer okay especially in the wedding industry yeah and um she didn't really started like you know when she's fifteen which nothing wrong if you start fifteen but um it really age doesn't matter age doesn't matter. 40, 50, 60, right <laughs> well look at Colonel Sanders I think the oh, guy yeah. was sixty five exactly. when he when he started yeah. uh right. the, the Waltons right Sam Walton again you know retirement age and, and started so yeah age age really doesn't matter yes right? right i think the older you get the more um wiser you become but at the same time it's you know you're, you're somewhat structured as well but you know the the faster you can start and and move that way that's that's good so next question here now with with the pandemic now and you know things are starting to ease up are you are you still doing uh, like like Zoom type of uh, workshops or w what has happened there? So right now, I did have a couple of Zoom workshops. Um, I partnered with brands like um, here in Vancouver, we have a brand um, called Muji 
and then Omomo, they, they carry stationary uh, products. Mm -hmm. So they, they reach out to me. I've been working with them e um, even before, but they reach out to me if I can do like a workshop. Um, so I did, and um, we, I also did like um, Instagram Live, and I have a Facebook. I um, I also because of the pandemic, I I also um, started a Facebook group. Uh, I call it Calligraphy Chums, and um, I just like post stuff there, videos, and um, you know basic calligraphy for for those who want to start it out and jump into this. Into can this, can um, you give that Facebook page again? Um, oh. So my pay, uh, um, not, it's not a no, your group. Uh, yeah, the group. Yeah. The group is calligraphy chums. So calligraphy and then um, space and then chums. Chums is C H U M S. So okay. Um, yeah, but um, if they if um if they also visit my Instagram, hello morale, it's on one of my links in my profile. If it's um if it's easier for them. Yeah, you got the link tree there. Got it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, now. When you're, when you're in workshops, right, is it strictly, not strictly, but is it a mixture of digital and, and uh, original? Is it called original, like the old school? Or uh, traditional, I guess. Tra tra traditional. Yeah, traditional. Sorry, that's, yeah. The, that's the word. Is it traditional <laughs> or is it digital? Or is it a mixture of both? Um, for my workshop, uh, do you mean the online or? Both. Both. Uh, well, yeah, both would be traditional. Okay. Traditional in the sense of I'm using an actual pen and um, on paper, because um, in calligraphy, there there is also traditional and modern calligraphy. So traditional calligraphy is um, the kind of calligraphy where there are a lot of rules that you have to make sure that you follow, you know, um, spacing, all this stuff, which is also beautiful. Um, but then modern calligraphy is more, um, it's more of, it's more based from your handwriting in a way, your style. So looser um, um, when it comes to, to the strokes, but you still have to learn the basic rules. And then after that, you know, you, you can break it. That's how they So when I meant modern, it. I meant digital. Yes. And, and then on my workshop, I don't teach um, the digital kind of calligraphy yet. Yep. So because it's totally separate. Um, Perfect. That. Yeah, I was going so. somewhere with this. <laughs> this is yeah. this is me thinking when when uh, when I'm listening here. Mm -hmm. I, I I and this is um, this is my advice. I would I would stick with the traditional on the workshops, mm -hmm. and I would go heavy on digital on YouTube. Awesome. Yeah, that's and, a good and, advice for me. And, and, and <laughs> teach you, it that you. way. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And um, yeah, because especially in, um, it, I think it's also easier for people to to follow um, the techniques if if you know if you're watching, and then and you're doing digital. Because with with um, the traditional or you know with the pen and paper, in the workshop, most of the people that attend. Um, some of them have, some of them actually have like some experience, like, oh, you know, I bought a pen, but I can't make it work. Mm -hmm. Or like, you know, um, I bought a pen, but then I don't know how to start. <laughs> so that's the reason why like they attend the workshop because they want to know like how they hold the pen properly. So I, I, I really, in my workshop, it's, it's, um, it's an intimate workshop. So I don't, um, have like 30, 40 people coming in. Um, it's probably like 12, 15 max of people just because I want to make sure that I go around, I really um, check what they're doing, how they position themselves, how they write, how they hold their pen. 
and then I help them through that. That's why, um, sadly, because of the pandemic, um, I can't do like in-person workshop right now, just because even though you know it's a small gathering, but um, we're coming from different different kinds of, of families, different kinds of you know work. So we really don't know like who's coming and you know what some of them might be um compromised. Yeah. Some of them might um even health compromised and we don't wanna we don't yeah. want that. So Especially right now. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why right now it's more of like digital. Um and yeah, I think that's a good suggestion. Thank you so much. You're really you're really um giving me that boost to start my YouTube channel. <laughs> I'll give you the boost. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's it's definitely a good thing. Yeah. Next time you, you start you know you go back to your uh to the workshop, you know, have uh, have the cameras all set up and, and go from there. Just it's, it's a good it's a good starting point, right? But I think yeah, you're yeah. I think you're there already. You know, you got the you got everything set up there. It's just a matter of recording that and then recording yes. the screen. And, and you know, and <laughs> my limiting uh, limiting belief. Your limiting belief, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're you're, you're uh, you know worst. Uh, what do they call it? Look at yourself in the mirror. You see your best friend and your worst enemy. Uh, yeah. right? And the same here. I'm, I'm, I'm the only thing that stops me and the only thing oh. that grows me. So, so true. So true. <laughs> exactly. So what do people find you? You know, they, they, we got the Facebook page, we got the Instagram page. Mm -hmm. uh, if they want to, you know, go to your workshop when it starts again, uh, mm -hmm. how would they reach out to you? So um, basically the hello morale um, is my handle and my website as well. So if, if they're interested with any workshops in the future or even like the um, online workshops, uh, it's easier for, um, for them to check it on Instagram. So when they type hello morale, they would see it right away. And on my, on my profile, all the links um, is there, like my website, the schedule of the workshop. Uh, for those who would like to subscribe to my newsletter, I do send like um, a monthly newsletter, but I'm also thinking of making that hopefully a bi-weekly <laughs> so I can teach more and uh, they can do that too and they can subscribe um, through my website which is also hello morale so I want to um, there's another um, tip if I may add like yeah. when you're starting out a business it's better that you, you you are consistent on all platforms right with your name you know it's it's not different from each um, platform so that people will have an easier time um, finding you so that's another thing and also you can also start with um, one or two platforms first, let's say um, Facebook and then Instagram. And then, you know, as you grow, then you can add on Pinterest and then TikTok, you know, because TikTok right now is also another platform that a lot of people are using. I do have a TikTok account, which is also Hello Morale, but I'm not really posting that much there yet because I want to focus on one or two um, right now, which is um, um, what I'm doing uh, during this time is the Facebook group. Is there's a lot of people that um, wanting me to do like more demos and also on Instagram. So yeah, Facebook, that helps. Facebook communities have really taken off lately. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I have not spent, I don't really go to Facebook, my personal page anymore, unless I, you know, need to communicate with, with family and, uh, yes. and friends overseas and, and uh, different places. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I, I just don't go to my personal page, but lately the, the groups I'm in, yeah um just amazing amount of content and communication and engagement happening on there so i like what, what mark said uh you know facebook is, is going from uh you know this big platform to little uh you know somebody's living room and yeah, people just talking it, it and that's what that's what a lot of these communities are they're 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 living rooms with uh, people <laughs> that have 
you know, like-minded, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like, like-minded, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but I know what you like mean. A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I that can't is even right. Think of the word right now, but yeah, I, I, ideas. I can't even. I don't know how many groups I am right. I uh, I am right now on Facebook. Like not only calligraphy, but I'm also like, for example, um, on a Facebook for entrepreneurs or for moms for homeschooling. You know, different kinds. And right now, I can really see a big surge in like activity of posting. And um, even like, you know, Facebook themselves, they even put in that, um, that rooms, right? You know, the video, and you can also make rooms like what we're doing right now in Zoom. So Facebook is really trying to make it um, like a, a positive user experience for, <laughs> for the clients. Well, I think people spend like 52, hours, uh, so 52 minutes per day on it or 58, wow. sorry. TikTok was like 52 <laughs> and I think Facebook is 58. Wow, wow. Right. So that that's that's a lot of minutes spent yeah. spent there, right? And that's average. And I think a lot of people are probably just you know over that. Especially like, you know, like us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it you know, it's um one thing that I'm trying to do um the best is to like really control myself. Cause you know, when you started like let's say going on TikTok and then you're browsing and browsing or on Instagram browsing and browsing. And then, you know, we click this and click that. And then suddenly you realize, Oh my God, you're there for, for like 45 or even an hour. Like, you know, which is sometimes okay. You know, you can entertain yourself, take a break. But then when I, I feel, um, when I realized that I would feel like, Oh, that hour could be spent like maybe, um, writing a new blog post or maybe yeah. starting my YouTube channel, <laughs> right? Just stuff like that. So good, I'm good point. my best. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm quite good with that. I'm very disciplined on, mm -hmm. on uh, things like that where yeah. I kind of cut it off when, when it adds no value to me and yeah. and because there's there's a lot, lot more in the plate. So mm -hmm. yeah, no, that's a good point for somebody else when, when they say they don't have time to, to start oh, yeah. things, just watch, <laughs> you know, just record your day and see how much you're, you're spending on things that really don't matter. That is true. Yeah. The first time I did that, I was really um, shocked <laughs> with like, wow, I spend so much time doing this and, um, you know, not doing this. And some people would say like, because I have three kids and I'm homeschooling them. So um, that's also add another like plate, right, for me. So I really have to make sure that I am very conscious of where I bring uh, or um, how I bring myself to like, do I do this? Do I do this? Or do I spend more time on, you know, um, watching stuff? Even like one Netflix episode, right? So it's not bad to treat yourself, but it really comes down to discipline. Like when when to do this and when to do that stuff. A hundred percent. Discipline is the main thing. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> with, with the amount of uh, like, you know, Netflix where you, you just said and, and social <laughs> okay. media platforms, like that can get people caught up there. And yeah. I, I have Netflix on every day. I think if the, if, uh, uh, Netflix was supposed to send me like how much time I spent on there. I spent a lot of time on there, <laughs> yeah. but I need it like for me from like 7, 8 PM onwards, mm -hmm. I would say from like eight to almost like one in the morning, I'm strictly yeah. engaging on social and I'm kind of looking at, you know, commenting or uh, mm -hmm. getting ideas and direct messaging and figuring stuff out. Yes. There is always Netflix playing in the background and I just need it for <laughs> noise. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know what's going on. I, I yeah. guaranteed I watched the whole series or something, but never watched mm -hmm. it. 
<laughs> like, oh, you wash this? Oh, yeah, I wash this. But so how did, um, how is it? And like, oh, I'm not really sure. Uh, no I don't idea. know the character's it, name. <laughs> exactly. It's just in the background, right? Just, just, for, yeah. just for noise there. Well, um, for me, it, in this um, extreme, but we don't have TV. <laughs> we don't have TV in our little place. Um, but of course, we have the kids or us, we have iPads, we have computer. Um, we do have Netflix too. But um, yeah, and sometimes it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just there for me. Like when I'm, when I am, let's say, writing, even before the pandemic, I would like write um, something or um, do a project for a client. Then I have it on background, you know, just listening or kind of glancing, <laughs> watching, because it's hard to watch and write at the same time. But yeah, it's, it's just something that's on the background. <laughs> Sounds good. Meryl, thanks for your time. I really appreciate you being on the, oh God, on the podcast. You. Hang yeah. tight. Let's, let's chat here. Let, let me just stop the recording. We'll go from, uh, we'll, we'll do a little talk, talk before we go. Thank you so much.